I'm Robbie McDonald. And I'm Jordan Lee. We're two writers who've been friends for 15 years. Recently, we both discovered we have the shared experience of figuring out we have ADHD in midlife. Holy Shit, I Have ADHD is a platform for adults discovering their neurodivergence, as well as a way to spread awareness of ADHD. This is a podcast about ADHD, hosted by two people with ADHD. While each episode has a general theme, our meandering trains of thought mean we often cover several other themes in the process. We are not experts, simply two people sharing their experiences of discovering their ADHD in midlife. If you suspect you or someone you know may have ADHD, speaking to a medical professional should be part of your discovery journey. Hi, Jordan Lane. I love to see your smiling face. Hello, Robbie McDonald. Likewise, and I like your uh, your your leopard print top that you got on today, a little kind of turtleneck. The folks at home, of course, can't see this because this is an audio medium, but Robbie is looking quite uh, quite sharp, quite poetic, I think, today. Ooh. You're, 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 you're going to read from your new chat book tonight or something. So I, You know, I'm really charmed that you think this is a poetic turtleneck because for the <laughs> longest time, I associated anything animal print with, like, predatory women in Miami that had a pool boy. <laughs> and then somewhere along the line, I was like, wait, I actually like that. So I'm going to wear it. And I'm not no, in Miami. I'm, I'm fully on board with, uh, with animal prints. Um, and, and maybe, you know, maybe this is like something to do with, uh, with, with coming of age during uh, the time when uh, uh, the TV series The Nanny was on television. And of course, Fran Drescher, an extremely attractive woman, uh, constantly rocking the animal prints. Uh, so maybe there's some sort of like, so some sort of deeply buried link there. <laughs> I'm glad I could provide you with a little flashback to the a nanny. Titillation. <laughs> I mean, I never watched that show, um, but yeah, I remember her and I remember some of her like humor. Like she was like she was yeah. a comedian. Like that was her jam, right? Mm -hmm. um, but anyway, yeah, clothing and like how we show up and like this is actually just one of these things I throw on when I feel like nothing else is working. It's just mm, it's just mm. really comfortable. Um, yeah. and yeah, today was one of these, just like, uh, like I was saying, just before we started hitting recording, I have just been record. I've just been like scattered. I just feel yeah. like my brain is just a bunch of marbles rolling around on the pavement and, and my computer's not acting right. And it's just uncomfortable. <laughs> it's a really uncomfortable feeling. Yeah. Well, if you're, if you're comfortable sitting in the discomfort for a sec, what's, what's mm -hmm. got you feeling that way? Uh, I, it's been like this for a couple days. Like I, I woke up the day before yesterday, went to fill out the kettle for my coffee, immediately broke one of my favorite bowls. Aww. Um, and then I just like, since then have just been like undoing the mindset of like everything I do as a catastrophe. <laughs> like I just have to like every day go, no, no, you're not a giant loser because this thing happened. Like, this is just uncertainty. Just, like, allow the uncertainty. Um, and just kind of in general, there's just so much change going on in my life and in the broader world. And um, and just February stinks. <laughs> like, it's just like a shitty month. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, we've had some sun here. We've had some good news that I'll get to. But... Yeah, I've just been feeling really, like, uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a weird sensation. Um, and I guess it is kind of like just the, the, the discomfort of being human in some ways. Um, and some of it is ADHD. Like, I've got a lot of RSD stuff going on right now. 
a lot of mm. like, why can't I get shit done? Why can't why can't I align with this way of doing things? Why can't I speak corporate language? Why can't I yada 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 yada? yada? Yeah. So that's my semi meandering kind of answer to that question. <laughs> and what about you, my friend? I'm doing all right. Um, I'm. I'm on just like the worst, most fucked up. I can't even call it a sleep cycle. It's just like, it, I feel like it's just a total roll of the dice. Um, so, you know, like, like sometimes I'll, I'll have like a good day and do like what I feel like I would like to be doing, which is getting out of bed around six and getting to bed around, uh, you know, nine, 10, somewhere around there. Um, but lately it's just been like, you know, wake up, work for four or five hours and then like. I'll get tired, so, like, I'll have a nap, and then that'll <laughs> go way too long, and then, like, so, so last, yesterday was pretty textbook for this, which was, like, I woke up early, and I worked for a while, and then I was a little sleepy, so I went for a walk and got some groceries, and then came home and laid down for a little bit, fell asleep till probably, I don't know, six or something, like, way too long, and then I was up till five this morning, um, oh. I didn't, I didn't get back to bed until, until then, um, and, you know, like, I feel fine and everything because, you know, I, I slept till, I don't know, 1030 or 11 or something. But, um, mm. yeah, it's just like it's still, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm not happy with, um, I feel disoriented. Mm. It's just weird, like, not being sure um, uh, what time of day it is or, like, what day it is sometimes. And then there's also these kind of secondary effects of that. Like, yesterday, I all of a sudden had this like crazy nausea spell around mm. like, I don't know, eight twenty or something in, in the evening. And I was like, Oh my God, what is going on with my stomach? And then I was like, Oh, I, I literally haven't eaten anything today oh, because sure like, I, I woke up and worked and then like had this big sleep in the middle of the day and then got up again. And again, when you wake up, it feels like a reset. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah. So it's just like, yeah, I, I, I need to kind of get, or I not need to. I'm I'm trying to maybe shouldn't need myself less, but uh, mm -hmm. I would like to get on top of of keeping a lot of things more kind of scheduled, including like yeah, obviously sleep being a big one. But um, yeah, you know, other than that, I'm doing pretty good. Um, mm -hmm. Money has been tight for a little bit, but uh, you know, I've got I had to sort out some stuff with my my banking on eBay, so like I've got I don't know like six dollars in my account or something right now, but I'll have like. 1500 or something by friday when all this stuff clears up so it's fine um but you know right now it's a lot of like fried eggs over rice <laughs> that sort mm -hmm. of thing um so yeah just like uh, uh that's kind of not frustrating but just kind of like it's just annoying um mm -hmm. because i know that i have money coming in and i've already earned it but it's just not in my account right now so that's frustrating yeah um and then uh yeah i guess the last little thing for me um uh, I teased a little bit last time about um, doing some new kind of podcast stuff. Mm. Um, so I recorded the first one of those the other night with uh, the guys from the Zeitgeist Lab Collections pod. Um, and yeah, and so they, so Alex, one of the hosts, has been, uh, he, he, he has a very kind of scatological focus sometimes for some reason. And he's just been wanting to do a, a, an episode about like poop and bowel health and all this kind of stuff for a while. So the three of us got together and talked about poop and I don't know, I haven't laughed that hard in months. I was just like, like, like my face was in pain because mm. I was laughing so hard for like 40 straight minutes. So that was, that was a real joy. Um, it was very, 
extremely juvenile, mm-hmm. um, but uh, but a lot of fun. So so yeah, so I'm going to be showing up on their show once a month, um, usually not to talk about poop, mm. but to uh, uh, bring some sort of tidbit of, of Canadian um, content to them, some, some sort of bit of Canadian culture, talk about a movie or a band or something like that. There are a couple of American guys. So uh, yeah, that's something that like, I don't know, Americans love learning stuff about Canadians. We're like... Uh, so so quirky and interesting to them (laughs) oh wow no i love that for you that you're doing that though and that you have something that is just kind of like it sounds like just sheer delight you know yeah it's a lot of fun it's very very goofy it's not serious at all and that is um you know it's 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 not to say that we don't have fun on this show but Mm. it's it's a different kind of fun (laughs) right um well Toot jokes and poop jokes are kind of like a niche thing, I guess. But I will say <laughs> that Osvaldo and I have like our own little like private toot, toot jokes and stuff. <laughs> and I never thought I'd be in a relationship with somebody long term where toot jokes were part of our thing. <laughs> but uh, it just is. And I'm just chuckling thinking about it because it's, yeah. it just... Um, it's funny, like our bodies are funny, bodily noises are funny. And, mm-hmm. you know, I can't remember who it was. Oh, it was... um. Uh, Elaine de Baton, uh, the British guy with the School of Life, and his whole jam was like, you know, when somewhere along the line, maybe it was the Puritans, maybe it was before that, but we kind of were taught to believe that our bodily functions were tied to our morality. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of not like we're not, we're animals. Yeah. We're, you know, <laughs> but we just kind of were so separate from that. You know, we're so in our heads all the time and just like, yeah, I don't know. I well, think that's kind of wild. There's this idea that, you know, um, um, being smart or intellectual culture or whatever can't jibe with, quote unquote, the baser instincts. Mm. Um, But I I don't think that that's true for a couple of reasons. Um, Number one, um, you know, the baser instincts are a lot of fun. Um, there's a lot of fun in just like, you know, being being a human in your body, listening to listening to your body tell you what it wants to do. There's a lot of fun that can come <laughs> out of things like, you know, um, um, eating and sex and running around. And, you know, like maybe even maybe you're a boxer and you want to get in a scrap with someone once a week. Like that's maybe that's your thing. I don't know. But um, <laughs> uh yeah, shit. I totally fucking got off track there. Where was it? Where did I start with this? <laughs> um, at the very beginning, I guess it was like you talking about like um, being on uh, the podcast and the yeah. is it called Zeitgeist? What's the name of it? Yeah, Zeitgeist Lab Collections. Like Zeitgeist, Zeitgeist Lab yeah. Collections, and then you started talking about poop, and then I started talking about toots, and then damn it, um, I'm not sure where <laughs> I had the... something I was going towards. Yeah. Oh well. Um, I, I, I wish that I could just pause time at moments like these and wind it back and just like, <laughs> and you could just like take a sec and actually run the tape back. But of course the real version of that would be like, okay, Robbie, let's end the call. Let's wait 15 minutes for the MP4 of the zoom to render. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then like, actually, yeah, that would be silly. Yeah. We can't really so. do that. Um, and <laughs> oh, go ahead. Yeah. Um, uh, so I was talking about baser instincts being fun and blah, blah. Oh yeah. That's what it was. Uh, uh, the, the alleged incompatibility of, of, you know, bodily functions Mm. in the brain, but like James Joyce is textbook, you know, allegedly like the greatest writer working in the English language, blah, 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 blah. And of course his letters to his wife, Nora are an equally well-known tidbit of like scatological hilarity. Uh, I'm not sure. Are you familiar with these? No. And scatological, you may need to define for me as well. That feels like a new term. 
scatological just means related to poop basically oh scat um, got it okay. yeah exactly scat i was thinking um, scattered because that's just me but no yeah. it has to do with poop okay yeah, no, um, but anyway, so so James Joyce, you know, writer of Ulysses, Portrait of the Artist of Young Man, all this stuff, um, his letters to his wife, Nora, he wrote some filthy, absolutely filthy letters about uh, wanting to uh, sniff her farts and all this stuff, um, just just like the randiest, raunchiest uh, sex letters that, that you could ever have the, I don't know, yeah, I'll say the pleasure of reading. It's it's a very fun read to go through those, but um, mm. yeah, you know, like uh, or or um, uh, Francois Rabelais, he's a, a French satirist. Um, something I really really loved as a kid because, well, I say a kid, I mean like a teenager because you know it was like I'm reading the classics, but it's also it's literally an 800 page fart joke <laughs> from like. Sixteen hundred something. It's it's very very funny. And again, like like a classic work of 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 literature by a renowned French philosopher. And it's just literally it, it's 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 basically the story of Paul Bunyan, but with these two French giants that just like wipe their asses with a king when they bother them or something like that. Wow. It's very very funny. So <laughs> we didn't know this was going to be the tangent we went on, yeah. did we? I hope we're going to put a little poop emoji in the show notes or we're t- we're talking shit, Robbie. We're talking shit quite literally. Oh my god. And it's it is actually kind of bringing my mood up a little bit because I've been feeling like this like, you know, like I've been feeling scattered like a little bit confused um and i've been thinking about like the sfu program or we're winding mm-hmm. up and um and the, the the phrase that just kind of came to me when i was even thinking about addressing the class about kind of my growth over the last six months was that i arrived in that program bruised and confused and i still mm-hmm. kind of i feel confused but not so bruised anymore like i feel like i'm kind of coming through a little bit of a maybe maybe this is kind of the discomfort towards like something that's going to feel more aligned i don't know yeah. um but you know i've been through multiple job interviews in the last little while and what's interesting is that i panicked a few months ago and i was like i need money i'm just going to i'm going to apply for part time comms work because that's what i know and i can do it in my sleep blah 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 um and none of them are actually panning out and i feel like that wasn't really where I wanted to go anyway. So it's interesting. Um, but so as well, don't I got into a housing co-op? Yay. You know, big like celebration. Yeah, this is all very exciting. And we were meeting uh, with one of the neighbors who also oversees um, like we're getting new floors and all this stuff. It's really exciting. Um, but she used to work in communication. So when I told her that that's kind of what I was kind of around ish, mm-hmm. you know, I always, I never know what to say when people ask me what I do. And um and she was like, ah, yes, I did that for years. It's one of the only jobs you can have where everyone thinks they can do it better than you. <laughs> and I was like, yes, like that is like it because it's just fucking nonstop, right? Like my old job, like everywhere I've ever done communications, there's always somebody from another fucking department who thinks they know how to do what you're doing better. In a bigger organization, even in smaller groups, it's just like, actually, Robbie, can you just like change this? And can you just tweak this? And can you just make this pop? Can you make this snappier? Can you do like, and it's just like, fuck. Anyway, all that to say, here I am like in this place where there's so much uncertainty, there's so much uncertainty in the world. And I'm still feeling like I don't know exactly yet. 
Um, and you know, I did all this work with the job developer at WorkBC and these people have been looking at my resume and like fine tuning, like just like not my jam. Like I'm not detail oriented <laughs> and like being on a zoom call with somebody who's like, I don't know if Arial or I don't know what this font or like, and I'm just like, fuck, can we just keep it to Arial? Like I'm going to snap. Um, anyway, uh, so it's just, it's a weird place to be, I guess is my point. Um, I did have an encouraging conversation with somebody who works in the field of neurodivergence and they're trying to figure out how to kind of bring me on board, maybe to do some writing for them. They're just figuring cool. out their budget. And it's just like, like that would feel more aligned to me than say, this other thing that I put in an application for, which is a bunch of interior designers who are super fucking anal about space. Like, is that going to really jam for me? Cause like, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Yeah. That's kind of where I'm at. Like, it's just a lot. Yeah. Just there's other things I'll go into later, but yeah. Just, ooh. <sighs> yeah. It's tough. It's uh, it's, you know, um, I'm kind of still in the same boat, uh, still still getting resumes out and stuff. But, um, you know, things things are looking sustainable for now, which is good. Um, you mm -hmm. know, as far as like working for myself goes, it's like it's pretty hand to mouth. But, you know, I'm I'm covering things like I'm not going into debt, which is cool. Um, and so, yeah, like, I don't know. Um, I still, I still feel like I would like to do something just to get out of the house. Um, yeah. I taught improv last week, mm -hmm. uh, covering for a teacher who was sick, and and that was so much fun because I haven't, I haven't been able to do that at least not in person since um, uh, last October uh, when I was doing it with uh, that seniors group. I was supposed to do that again in January, but it got canceled because of uh, COVID. Right. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, so that was that was really great to get in a room and be around people, and you know, like. Um, not be the center of attention, but be mm. someone that people are looking to as like, hey, this is a person that like knows what they're talking about and I'm going to like pay attention to them because they have things to show me. And that's just like, yeah, it's a nice feeling that uh, um, it's hard to get uh, working alone all day. And mm -hmm. then like, you know, mm. most of the time my recreational time is also spent alone. So, <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And <clears throat> Like, I mean, yeah, like coming back to the idea that we're animals, right? Like we're social animals mm -hmm. too. Even, even the introverted among us, like we still need that kind of like being in proximity to other people. And that's something that we've all kind of had a big loss or, or um, decrease in and over the pandemic, depending on, you know, how you were kind of doing it over the last two years. I think everybody's <laughs> sort of had their own. I mean, there's been sort of general guidelines and then more like province by province and it's a shit show, right? But um, yeah, I, I feel, and I've said this before, I feel like I've gone a little bit feral because I, I was meeting with my friend Anne outside for coffee. Oh, is that Sunday last weekend? Um, and I've been having my hearing aids basically aren't working. And so I'm, you know, mm, in line mm. to hopefully get some new ones. It's a process. It's a lot of jumping through hoops, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, so we're sitting outside, um, and I can barely hear her anyway. And I'm, you know, trying to read her lips. She's got her mask off. We're trying to have a conversation. She's sharing some personal intimate details of her life. And then like in close proximity, somebody arrives with their toddler and then, like, somebody else hasn't seen each other in a while, and they're squealing. 
And then some other guy is like clearing his throat and making me nervous because I'm like, is that a cough? What is that? Is he a smoker? What the fuck's going on (laughs) over there, right? And so I'm just like having such a hard time focusing on Anne. And it just like, it was really hard. And I felt myself getting really upset because I was like, I really just want to be part of this conversation with you and feel like I'm part of the larger world. But now I've become so used to no background noise. Yeah, I I had reached a point before I, because I was diagnosed in the pandemic with ADHD. My hearing loss got worse during the pandemic. So um, I I don't have the, the same coping as I once did. I think maybe there was mm-hmm. a, a way I would kind of disassociate a little bit. Um, and, you know, people have often told me they felt like I wasn't listening. That was probably because I was just to, trying to tune everything out so I wouldn't get overwhelmed. Um, but now I'm faced with this, like, how am I going to reintegrate back into um, any kind of busy settings? Because it causes me immense anxiety and it's hard to, it's hard to be present. It's hard to connect uh, when my brain is just picking up all the shit behind me and all this, um, you've called it before, ambient noise. Like an ambient anxiety too. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if you're anywhere near a drugstore, everybody's losing their shit. If you go, like, it's just rough times right now. Um, and somebody wrote yesterday that I thought was really powerful is like the kind of coming out of the pandemic is going to be harder in a broader social and political context that going in was. Um, and And I think that's true because a lot of people have just become really calcified in their opinions and it's going to make it hard (laughs) Mm -hmm. for a lot of people um and yeah even like with or without adhd it's going to be going to be a challenging time right definitely holy shit how did i get there right i went from like background noise (laughs) to like let's talk about the broader implications of what's happening in ottawa but i don't really want to necessarily spend a lot of time on that because i've already had a lot of I screamed at somebody on the weekend who was blocking traffic for seniors. I couldn't cope. That was not okay. Yeah. Yeah. But I also understand that people are really, really frustrated and they just want to be able to go about their business. I get that. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, uh, if you've listened to the show for more than 15 minutes, you probably know how I feel about the truckers. You can probably guess. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Yeah. And it's, and you know, and I won't, I won't dwell on it too much, but like that is a lot of like, I think what socially is going to be really difficult for people is because a lot of people have been getting all their information in isolation rather than out in communities. So it's harder to kind of reconnect with communities if you're starting to wonder about, like what their vaccination status is or what their political status is, all those things. It's, it's a bigger philosophical um, question that I've been having a few different conversations with people around. Uh, and yeah, it's one of the reasons I'm kind of like pretty sporadic on Twitter these days. Cause I've yet to go in and mute the things that I should be muting. So I'm still getting a lot of things that are distressing yeah. But I also acknowledge that what I'm seeing is completely different than what somebody else is seeing. And even as Valdo and I have talked about that, he gets things. I don't use Facebook anymore unless folks here know that and you know that. But like he sees shit on his page that I would never get. And I see shit that he's like, what? I didn't hear about that. And I'm like, yeah, that's a thing too. And he's like, oh, are you sure? And I'm like, well, I don't know. Fake news. What? <laughs> like it's all very like we're all kind of questioning our own realities in a way. Um, because it's been a re- really surreal two years and 
we don't know exactly what's going to happen next, right? Um, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I think that there's like there's an interesting kind of dynamic at play there where it's like, um, you know, not only is there is there misinformation going on out there, but there's also so much willful misinterpretation on both sides, mm -hmm. um, and kind of like wanting to, um, you know, make make the other argument into like this kind of. Um, yeah, just 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 like writing off the people themselves and not necessarily the arguments. Um, mm -hmm. I I fucking I am also extremely scattered because, like I said, my sleep has been dog shit, mm. and I just like I I cannot keep a train of thought on the rails today. I don't know. I don't know what's going on for <laughs> me. I'm just like I keep trying to like yeah. I've got this thought and it's like set up in my head, and then I get through the first like five words, and I'm like, and it's just kind of. Yeah. Like a plume of smoke drifted off into the air. But I have, I've heard even people like Krista Tippett talk, talking about pandemic brain. This is beyond even ADHD. Like a lot of people like are just saying like, they're just like, it's just been too much, too much uncertainty, right. too much just volatility and all of it. And our nervous systems can't handle that. And our brains are probably just like neural pathways are just like, zzz. I don't know. Like, my short my short term memory right now is shit. Like it's usually it's usually really bad. But right now it's total garbage. Like yeah. I have to copy and paste and any content of an email into a Word document that I'm working on and scroll back up multiple times just to get one piece of information and to just just get it into my fucking head in a way that I can write a sentence. Like and that's not like me. It's it's so crazy, but like I started doing that and then that wasn't enough. I, as, as it's a phenomenal waste of fucking resources, but like if I have to deal with like an email or a piece of information that has like a bunch of separate kind of follow-up things, if I have to like swap between browsers or go back or like browser tabs or whatever, or go over to this draft email and flip back and forth or whatever, at some point I'm going to get fucking distracted by something else, some other tab. So I actually have to like print the shit off and then like highlight the things that are like the actionable items from the email mm -hmm. and then scratch them out when, when I've actioned them. And it's like, I, it, it feels pathetic. Mm, like, that's not it, pathetic. It, it's just, that's a strategy. I, I know. And, and, and it's a strategy that's working. And, you know, I'm being very diligent about, uh, about, about uh, uh, reusing all of my scrap paper and all this stuff. Mm. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm trying to mitigate the, 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 damage but again i'm not I, I i i'm not the one printing nfts and doing all this other stuff so my my impact is negligible but anyway mm. um yeah <laughs> it just it just feels it's it's a fucking bummer because yeah like that's that's so i was talking um about this actually with my therapist the other day because like um so i think that that a big part of so so you know like part of what has kept me inside generally speaking the last while has been that i am you know working for myself and and you know being alone is is part and parcel of that mm -hmm. blah 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 but um you know i i also i had to kind of like acknowledge that um honestly the long covid thing scares the shit out of me yeah that was a big part of why i, I have not been fucking going out and and being really diligent about this stuff is because, you know, I have, you know, not, not to sound dramatic about it, but like in the last 10 years, 
there has been a deterioration in some of my faculties, short-term memory, mm. uh, you know, all this kind of stuff. And that's, that's, you know, that happens to everybody as they get older. And I kind of feel like I already started out with like a Swiss cheese memory mm-hmm. and it's just getting worse. And then I'm just like, man, if, if I had like long COVID and there was like other kind of like neurological or kind of like, you know, um, um, What's the word I'm looking for? Cognitive? Uh, yeah, cognitive. Thank you. That's exact. <laughs> the irony that I can't remember the word <laughs> cognitive. Anyway, um, if there is any sort of like cognitive, uh, uh, you know, effects um, from that, I just, uh, that would be really, really difficult to cope with. And that, mm. that scares me. Yeah. So, yeah. I feel you. I mean, there's like, <clears throat> yeah, I'm, I, I've been having so many mysterious health issues um and that's it's been that way actually for a while but uh, just even in the last few months like i've got this random nerve thing in my arm and then yesterday like one of my lymph nodes just started swelling up out of nowhere oh, and like it's just like come on and you know so if, i'm i'm not going to dr google or anything like that but it D- um because i have kind of um I think I have, I'm sure I have some kind of autoimmune disorder that's been, um, not, hasn't been properly diagnosed, but every time my doctor does tests, like I'm like really low on a certain thing that says that you're fighting an infection. Um, and I can't remember what it is. Um, and I'm pretty sure I have Epstein-Barr virus because I've had mono twice and I had chicken pox. And so after the, after the COVID vaccines and people were saying that people were getting shingles from that, I went and I got the shingles vaccine um, and so it's probably related to that. There, there's something mm. going on in my lymph nodes related to that particular pathogen. Um, and it, yeah, it just kind of sucks because it's just like, what fresh hell is in my armpit now? <laughs> right? Like I'm just like, I, I sleep well, I eat well, I take care of myself, I'm moving my body as much as I can within reason with this sore arm. And now I've got this like puffy nodule, like it doesn't feel very fun. I guess we could have yeah. like puffy nodule jokes instead of toot jokes now. Just like, ooh, that's <laughs> look at your armpit. That looks really like robust and engorged, sexy. <laughs> Puff, puffy nodules would also be a pretty good post punk band. <laughs> I think so too. <laughs> um, the other thing I wanted to say about that is that uh, lymph node stuff is a hundred percent the one thing that you do not want to bring to Dr. Google mm. because Dr. Google will be like, Hey, you know, you know what had uh, extensive swelling of the lymph nodes, the bubonic plague, right. you've got the black death you got the black death, <laughs> or the big C. Right. Like, cause I did. Do, okay. I did it once before um, because I've had mono twice too. And like, that was a big part of it. Um, and that was like early days of Google. I've spent a lot of time in that because I had it for like six months or something bizarre. Um, so yeah, I see what your your point though is like if like if I were to get the other big C on top of all the other things I have, like it would be debilitating. Like I'm already not somebody who can work sixty hours a week, and I don't think anyone should have to anyway, unless they no, are of course like not. completely. I don't know, into that thing, but... Yeah, if you want to, great. I'm not going to stop you. <laughs> it's just not my jam. And like, but I also would like to be able to fulfill my responsibilities, you know, in 20 to 30 hours a week. And I think that's reasonable. Mm-hmm. But if I were to get um, hit with some other kind of pathogen, I could be pretty, pretty fucked. 
Um, so yeah, I, I am super careful too. And I have all the masks. I have the one that goes up here now and I have the one that goes up there and then I can put like two on. Um, yeah. I kind of want to get one of those like Bane masks with like the, the kind of gas mask style filters on. Yeah, I, I think that would be pretty fun. I've got something similar <laughs> to that, but it's supposed to just be for like uh, forest fires. But it fits it mm, fits mm. like so close to my face. It's, like, it's kind of like squishes my face like this. And then when I take it off, I have like these deep seam marks. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know if that's how it's supposed to be. But if there's, I don't know, I guess I'm protected. Hey, it means the seal's tight. So I know the seals are tight. Yeah, like the one that goes up like this, I was wearing it when I had to go to the audiologist. And when I came home, it was like I had like branding in my face. It was pretty wild. But yeah, that's like, wow. I felt pretty safe. That's um that's the thing. And speaking of the audiologist, yeah. if everything actually finally fucking works after all the hoops have jumped through, the new hearing aids I'm supposed to be getting don't have this weird little thing. For the folks listening, there's this little kind of like an enclosed piece of equipment that sits behind my ear um, for a hearing aid. And then there's a little piece that goes inside my ear. And putting a mask on and taking it off but these fucking things is the most annoying, frustrating thing because as soon as you take the mask off, the hearing aid gets tangled in it and then you have to put it back in and then it squawks and it makes a bunch of noise and they get all feedbacky. Um, the new hearing aids supposedly can fit right inside my ear without this. Um, but there is a person on the last kind of the last stage of this financing journey who's asking a lot of questions and I'm just really nervous. He's going to push me back to these fucking things and I'm going to be so annoyed. Yeah. Um, I don't know who, who out there has hearing aids, but uh, they're, they can be really lovely. Um, but when they're not working, like these aren't working right now, they squawk and they make noises and they, they actually make the sound more muffled sometimes. Mm. It's really confusing. Um, yeah. That's my little hearing aid PSA. <laughs> yeah, it would be like it would be like uh, you know when you're a kid and you borrow grandpa's glasses and you put it on and you know you look down at the ground and it looks like the carpet is about forty feet away. I feel like it's it's like yeah, it it must be the same kind of weird disorienting effect to have. Yeah, the, these kinds of. You had to, to to have your 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 device that's supposed to help like mitigate this stuff itself be malfunctioning. That's got to be really fucking weird. Mm, it <laughs> is, and it's yeah, it's frustrating and alienating, and uh, and it's it is really hard to to stay connected and be in conversation. And where's Waldo? I'm just like you know, just <laughs> like okay, because if, if I can't see his face, I can't hear him. Because I mm -hmm. read lips a lot, and I and I look for those cues, and so. Uh, that's been, it's just, they actually kind of fixed the left one a little bit so that I've got something to kind of get me through to whatever the gatekeepers are done doing all their due diligence or whatever. Um, something is going to, like, I will get something. I just hope it's the thing that doesn't have to go around here. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I guess today is just kind of us just talking about, like, being, like, human. Well, that too, but I was thinking that actually, um, when we kind of got into the memory stuff, I thought that that was really interesting. So I don't know how much, uh, 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 you know, milk we can wring out of that teat, but um, <laughs> I don't know if you had any other kind of like memory related stuff that you wanted to talk about. Mm, um, I don't know. I mean, I feel like that's something that's really, 
it's really, I'm just really more aware of it now more than ever that my short-term memory yeah. is really, really um, diminished. And I don't know how much it was diminished before, how much is related to the ADHD, how much is related to pandemic brain, how much is related to menopause, because that's fun. Um, yeah. And how much is just, you know, normal, you know, brain deterioration from being a human being <laughs> um, who made some questionable choices um, in some of her adult life related to illicit substances. Anyway, so, but then you made a lot of really great choices related to neuroplasticity, like meditating. So yes, know, all, all, all these things even out in the wash. Yeah, that's a, I like that. I like that perspective, Jordan. But yeah, it's um, I don't really have anything specific, but just like that, I'm I'm concerned about it. I'm trying to like do things that will help me like create new neural pathways, like meditating, like moving my body, going for walks, trying to look at things through a different perspective and not be so calcified. Because uh, it's so easy to get calcified in this, in this, in the information environment we live in, where algorithms just feed us the shit they think we want to see, you know. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> Although in my case, it's just like the algorithms must get so confused. It's just like Scottish therapy ponies, and then like a cat with <laughs> a tie. Um, and, you know, <laughs> then Trevor Noah, and then like it's just like what? <laughs> I don't know. I think my tastes are pretty weird sometimes. Although a lot of people probably think the same way, and the algorithms go sure. great. We're gonna like get her to buy all this shit. Guess what? Algorithms. <laughs> I don't have any money, so haha, -ha, jokes on you. <laughs> <laughs> what about you with memory stuff? Do you have some other thoughts on that? Well, actually, I wanted to go back to the long COVID <laughs> thing for a sec because, um, uh, so my the, the the person that I'm seeing for therapy right now uh, is also a GP. Um, and she really put my mind at ease about like, you know, um, the much lower chances of any of that kind of stuff happening with Omicron, um, mm. and also the much lower chances of long COVID happening to people who have been vaxxed and boosted. So, okay. yeah. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not as freaked out. Like, well, like I said, I, I went and taught class in person last week. Um, so obviously that's, that's been helpful at least to some degree i'm still being cautious i'm not taking unnecessary risks but i'm mm. also not you know kind of i i guess I'm, I'm trying to shy away from the world a little bit less because again that was that was the big fear for me with this stuff it's not about getting sick and being like violently ill for a week or whatever it the long covid stuff is what scared me so yeah mm -hmm. um but yeah i don't know like i've i've got you know, all sorts of, of memory strategies, most of which involve setting alarms in my phone or writing things down. Mm -hmm. I have to, you know, I uh, like, like for today, um, especially because I was up all night and went to bed at five, I was like, okay, I better set a series of alarms so that um, I am woken up mm -hmm. uh, with enough time to like, eat and have a shower and like whatever, get, get this thing set up. Because my habit is I'll usually put um put the alarm for like 10 minutes before we're supposed to record mm -hmm. and then like okay that's good enough but it was like well i don't know how late i'm gonna sleep so i don't want to roll out of bed <laughs> 10 minutes before recording and then just be like a super groggy mess i think we did one with that uh where i had just rolled out yeah of bed. and it wasn't a it wasn't the worst episode but you know <laughs> i wasn't i wasn't my usual sharp self um so yeah just just like i don't know writing things down setting all sorts of alarms um mm obviously whiteboard calendar is a big thing um and yeah like i i f have been having a lot better 
luck lately with writing stuff down physically with a pencil on paper mm. than I am with uh with with um like virtual calendar type stuff. So yeah, that's that's what's been working for me at least. So yeah, I mean my my little whiteboard here just beside my desk setup is just like it's it's an array of colors right now because I've actually been super good about writing everything in it. Like and I and I also put it into this calendar as well. And shout out to Santina for like reminding me of the importance of having nice. that um, because it it really does help me. And I, and when I use it and I reference it, you know, if on Sunday night if I look at my week ahead and go, oh okay, hmm, oh I didn't oh I didn't write this down, but I have to like get in front of my computer, look at my white one on the board, on the wall, look at this one, and then look at my in my digital calendar. And that and I do something similar where I forget to put it in my digital calendar unless it's like a Zoom mm -hmm. meeting or something. Um, but yeah, I do find that that helps me, uh, just being able to like hold it in my hand and see it, and and then I get it a little bit more, I guess, in my body memory. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, it's like, especially lately, it's like I feel like there's a lot of demands on my time. Um, partially okay. So the the SFU thing is like winding down. I'm really excited because the OMG I have ADHD. Um, concept uh, has reached the finals in the micro grant competition, uh, and, which is very exciting. Um, you know, and I've been talking to different people who are really stoked about coming on board and, you know, speaking at that. Um, but for our, the, you know, the program itself, we also need to do kind of a mini presentation for that. Plus, I've also signed up to help two other people, and we're kind of doing this like how to coach people, how to get more engaged in like civic discourse and like you know, speaking mm. to city hall and stuff like that. So that's really exciting. And then I also said that I would do this like mini hard skills, happy hour that they're doing as the course of like how I got started in podcasts with you and like what that all looks like. Cause people are curious about how to start a podcast. Right. And I'm like, well, I can't go into like the super technical aspects of it, but I can talk about like the stuff that, that we do together. Right. And so that's yeah. just like a snapshot. Plus like all the, the jobs I've been applying to plus like, you know, talking to the folks at work BC and working on my resume and it, it, it just feels like a lot, but yeah. I'm like, I don't have a lot of invoices going out. <laughs> like that's like, that's <laughs> the problem, right? Like, I, like everybody wants my time, but, um, yeah, like this one writing thing I did, it's like, it's the same thing as what's happened before. Like, oh, the hours that I thought it was going to be, it's not that. Um, and I just kind of, I've just got to figure out a way to protect myself against that kind of thing again. I just mm. don't know what that looks like yet. I, st I can't believe in yeah. my age I'm still having these conversations, though. It's just like, fuck. <laughs> like, like, when am I going to learn, like, if somebody sounds too good to be true, that the, that's probably what it is. Well, yeah. you know what, though, that I, I, I don't think that that's, you, you can take that two ways. You can be like, oh, this is ridiculous that I still have to have this and I'm so naive and blah, blah, blah. Mm. Or you can take it the other way and say, like, well, good for me for still fucking believing and 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 taking people at face value and kind of like, mm. yeah, I'm I'm willing to engage with this person as as who they say they are. Like, I you know, for all the times that I've been burned in various scenarios over the years, that's still very much the approach that I take is like, you know, I I will believe that you are who you say you are until proven otherwise. Mm. And does that does that fucking blow up in my face sometimes? Definitely. I've 100% been taken advantage of by people in like, you know, arts relationships or creative things mm. or or blah blah blah. Um but you know, like that's not going to stop me from from jumping into doing that thing the next time again because, you know, like mm. 
when when it goes well, it goes really well, and you know you make friends and and you know a lifelong relationship, all this kind of stuff. So yeah, yeah. And I don't want to be a crusty, cynical person. Yeah, you same. know, and I don't want everything to be a fucking sales funnel. You know, and I don't want to be talking about my downline and my upline and all that crap. Like I'm not. You know, you just stifled that yawn. Listeners, that was so cute. I do that all the time. I'm like, just going to squallow my yawn. (laughs) I I have stifled like six yawns uh, on on this call so far. Oh, my goodness. Well, you know, we don't even have to go for a full hour today either. Because, you know, I got a bunch of other crap I got to get done today. But Well, no, the thing is, the last thing I can do is go to bed. Because that's just going to exacerbate this fucking bullshit of, of me... I'm going to go to bed at, at whatever it is, 2 p.m. Mm. And then like sleep till say four or five. And then it's like, oh yeah, like I'm not going to be awake for three or four hours and then go back to bed. Like if I'm, I'm up for eight hours again after I slept. So yeah, I will be, mm. I, I don't know if you can see uh, the, the sewing machine. I was going to comment on, on that. I'm kind of coveting it a little bit. Tell me more about what's going on there. Well, I've just been I, I've just been trying to to get it operational. There's just um, I'm not sure if it's just been that long since I've sewn, um, but I just can't seem to get the bobbin to catch, and then the uh, the the thread keeps kind of coming out of uh, of the the whatever sewing needle as well um, without stitching anything. So I don't know. I just I gotta have a look at it, but uh, I think that's what's gonna kind of keep me engaged for the next little bit. Um, mm. So on that note, I actually did. I did cave um, and and go in and decide to like make um, uh, sewing kind of stuff my my evening wind down activity. Nice. Um, so so I've been kind of you know for now just kind of doing repairs on things because I can't haven't got my sewing machine up and running yet. So it's just been you know putting buttons back on and all that kind of shit. Mm. But uh, you know once once I get this thing figured out, I'll I'll, I'll start churning out uh, you know couture pieces. I'll send you a, a one-of-a-kind dress made out of organza. Woohoo! <laughs> you know what's interesting is that the, I was actually thinking, like, hey, maybe I would like to get into sewing. Because my mom was, like, super into it. She still is. She's got, like, some kind of, like, state-of-the-art, like, thing in her house. I don't even know. It's just, like, <laughs> bells and whistles on it and shit. Um, like, the, she used to have one like that that you have in the background, like one of those older school ones. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I've been thinking a little bit about the tactile thing. Um or maybe that might be kind of fun, but I'm, I'm obviously not going to take on any new hobbies until like we'd be moving at like at the end of March. <clears throat> right. And, yeah. <clears throat> excuse me. Um, I'm just so stoked because it's a two bedroom. So I will have my own space for writing nice. and for recording and zoom calls where I can close the door. Um, because we all know as ADHD, if there's any background noise, forget it. And so like, I'll be sitting at my, little desk here and as well that will like just be putting dishes away he's not trying to make extra noise he's just putting the dishes away and all i can hear is putting the dishes away and there's just <laughs> like nothing else is happening in my consciousness until he's done with that so it's going to be amazing to like sorry babe gotta work <laughs> close the door and nice. then maybe if i go to the sewing machine i'll be like just like the idea of like the pedal and just like Anyway, mm-hmm. I'm just being a little silly now. <laughs> well, uh, friend, friend, friend of the show, Lindsay Baker. Um, I can't remember if I brought her up on the show before, but she's a, a listener, one of our Patreons, a friend of mine. Um, and yeah, and she's she's been getting really into sewing and, and making lots of cool stuff, lots of cool chore coats and stuff. And uh, mm. uh, yeah, I've been she, she's been 
really inspiring to to see what she's doing kind of like oh that makes me want to uh, do this kind of stuff too so yeah, yeah. shout out Lindsay. nice and somebody else uh, didn't somebody else send a note on one of our pages about something that you could do for a hobby i can't remember what it was was it the yes um i also can't remember right now <laughs> sorry our short-term <laughs> memory oh my god <clears throat> i'd have to like pull up my email or our email the collective email inbox that we've both been woefully neglecting <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know what i'm gonna what what day is it today wednesday yeah. yeah okay i'm gonna i'm gonna make that my thursday task is is i'm gonna take uh take a couple hours tomorrow and actually fucking deal with everything in the inbox because yeah, i went and i answered a few last week i was like oh hey great and then people like being like they do they just answered back and i'm like they follow ah! up yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh my god this email generated another email <laughs> oh god <clears throat> no wonder i can't handle corporate culture jesus <laughs> and if anybody starts an, a conversation i saw this really funny thing on instagram the other day it was like an older woman she's like as per as per as per you bitch and she's like <laughs> she's like the only reason i did this because you were so fucking vague and she's just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yep, yeah, that was a lot of my old job, as per, fuck's sake, as here per, comes the bullet points. You know, <laughs> the, 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 the flip side of the as per coin, I feel like, is the please advise, mm. uh, which is like the most passive aggressive uh, and therefore hilarious thing that you can put in an email in a corporate environment. Yeah, please advise. Please advise. Oh. Just like, this is off me and you're going to deal with it now. Tell me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> at any rate i know um next week is the big v day we did a whole show on it last year um that's right yes um, maybe we'll do something we'll see because it's when it oh it's monday <sighs> today's already what today's the ninth yeah uh, jordan it's <laughs> just the overwhelm just kind of went again i gotta get out of that anyway i'm sorry to that's hear okay that. <laughs> i just feel like i think once the course is over at sfu like towards the end of the month i will have six hours back in my week that i don't have right now and yeah that, i can't believe it's been six months already. i can't either <clears throat> yeah it's crazy um like i said i've learned a lot and i've learned how to kind of unpack some of my own internalized uh capitalist thinking uh, just in terms of my own value as a human being. And, and that's really good. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've met some really lovely people that I'm going to collaborate with. And I'm really grateful for that. And I, I, and I do learn, like there's some incredible teachings, like a lot of wisdom from people that have been, you know, at the helm of social movements and indigenous groups. And like, yeah, it's been amazing. I really do appreciate it. But yeah, like three hours on Zoom for me is fucking hard. <laughs> it's really, really hard for my brain. <laughs> Uh, so any yeah fortunately i haven't had to do many zooms lately this is this and and, and the poop call the other night have been the only ones so. oh nice i have two more today and then i'm gonna be nice. like lying like a starfish on the floor tonight no kidding <laughs> um do you have other thoughts you would like to um share before we wind down not really we can just sort of wrap it up early i guess because yeah uh my my i'm not firing on all cylinders <laughs> today i'll be real with you uh but that's you know the, sometimes that's just what you get um but yeah uh hmm what else what else uh i don't know been playing a lot of uh, a lot of rocket league lately this uh this car soccer video game so i'll leave my uh, my gamer tag in the show notes and if you play it too add me on there we can party up mm. 
Uh, other than that, that's, uh, yeah, geez, that's about it for me, I think, so. Hmm. Okay, yeah, maybe that's good, because maybe everybody's <laughs> capacity is diminished these days, so it's okay. <laughs> it's okay if your capacity is fucking zero or 20% or whatever, because a lot of us are in that boat right now, so, you know, mm -hmm. we're all just trying to get through this thing that we're living through. Just try to somehow stay a little bit intact on the other side of it, and yeah. hopefully... Have more laughs in the future and like more actual physical hugs and yeah you know? like I, I love that you said your face was hurting i want more of that i want to be laughing so hard that my yeah, stomach hurts i i have not laughed so hard that that yeah that i had like the the the, the crease pain for a while so <laughs> more of that i love that 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 that's british slang for like when you're laughing it's like oh yeah he was creasing he was creasing I didn't know that. I That's haven't heard that one. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, I love it. Yeah. yeah. I, I was going to go into this thing about this Irish guy, but I can't, I can't explain it enough now because I need a bio break. So <laughs> I can't focus. So, um, <clears throat> too much All right, well, uh, I won't keep you any longer then. Uh, um, yeah. If you want to, uh, uh, join our Patreons, you can do so over at patreon.com slash holy shit. I have ADHD. And um, other than that, yeah, like I said, you can you can check for me on the Zeitgeist Lab collections pod once a month from now on. And uh, yeah, Robbie, you got anything going on? Uh, just the um, OMG, I have ADHD project. Yeah. Uh, final stages uh, coming up on the 24th or 25th. I'm doing pitches. You and I are doing pitches together. So yeah. uh, pitches, pitches, bitches. bitches. Just wish us luck on that so that we can get some funding to uh, create more of these peer led initiatives that help us kind of get through this ADHD murky world uh, with, uh, with some support that uh, can be really meaningful and grounded in research and facts and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I hope this doesn't sound condescending, but I'm really proud of you. I'm really proud of, of how you have really kind of um, seized the reins on, on doing this SFU course, uh, you know, taking all the initiative, putting this project together you know, I I would love to claim that I have any uh, uh, stake in this other than, like, we do a podcast together. But you are doing all the work and you're doing a fantastic job. So I just wanted to make sure that, uh, you know, the listeners all know what a great and organized and uh, a hardworking go-getter Robbie <laughs> is. Um, and, and yeah, and, and I want to thank you for, for being that person. So thanks, thank Robbie. Thank you, Jordan. Don't make me cry, but uh, no, I I do appreciate that because sometimes I forget that yes, I have actually done a lot of work on things. Yes, and I'm moving mm -hmm. things forward. You work your fucking ass off. I'm really proud. Thanks, of you. Jordan. I hope that doesn't sound condescending. No, it's 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 nice to hear that. Actually, I appreciate it. it means a lot coming from you. Yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, um, we'll see you next time. If you enjoyed, holy shit, I have ADHD. Subscribing to and reviewing it on your podcast platform of choice helps more neurodivergent folks find us, as does following and promoting the show on social media. A full list of platforms is on our Anchor page at uh, anchor.fm forward slash holy shit, I have ADHD. While you're there, why not leave us a voicemail? You can also share your thoughts on this episode or your own ADHD experiences with us at, you guessed it, holy shit, I have ADHD at gmail.com or via our social media pages in the episode notes. Bye for now, and hyper-focus on the positive. <laughs>